let's hit it. Welcome to the Political Panda program. It's an exciting day if you like life. Now, if you hate it sometimes, I understand. You might be a little salty, but what I say is a good hearty cheers to whatever side you're on. I woke up this morning, checked my phone, and something was missing from my many, many hundreds of Twitter notifications. And that was Roe v. Wade being overturned. But luckily, after I my nice shower, got back out and picked up my phone again, there it was from Disclose.tv. Seriously, thank you guys over there at 9.12 a.m. Just in, the U.S. Supreme Court overturns Roe v. Wade, signifying an end of the 50 years of its reign. Well, I say cheers. Well... Before we continue, obviously, into that, I would just like to bring up yesterday's show. For those of you who are probably going to try to watch the show on YouTube yesterday, I know not many of you do because, you know, but the show was, you know, on the track to maybe be the best viewed episode yet. Obviously, you know, by standards for viewers on YouTube right now is very low. I get that. But um, anyway... Uh, well, obviously, if you listen to the show yesterday, uh, it's only available, the opening, uh, clip had to be removed on YouTube, so that had to get trimmed, because we got a copyright claim. This is actually be the second one, uh, that I've gotten, but the first one does not matter, as it's still up basically everywhere, but they completely blocked it, and so, yeah, uh, if you were wondering where it went to, that's why I didn't end up you know, finally fixing that until really late yesterday, so terribly sorry about that for those of you who did want to watch it on YouTube or listen to the show on YouTube yesterday. Uh, but it is up, and it is shorter by, obviously, a lot because of the removal of the opening clip. I don't even really know what it sounds like. I just let YouTube trim it down and hopefully get rid of it, and it is, as of last time I checked, fully up. So it is still viewable, but if you want the full audio of it, obviously it's linked down below with the time limit or the time that we had. So it's all linked in the description. So it's not just stealing their content or anything. It's all linked there, but whatever. They claimed it. It's fine. It happens. And that's what, you know, it's going to happen every once in a while. So obviously we do have an opening, but I'm going to try not to use any of those clips from that uh, area anymore. But of course... In honor of today, I think we need some, you know, some of us maybe need a little bit more motivation to keep on going. Like right now, you know, I, I went out, got got some got some donuts, you know, this morning, got myself some uh, some prime next to me, keeping me hydrated for the morning here while I, while I talk to you guys. Got to keep the keep the throat nice and moist to uh, keep talking. Don't want to be dry. And of course, well, we also need some motivation into our ears. Now, I'm not the best motivational speaker, but you know who is? Well, I'll just let her introduce herself. And now, Veep Thoughts by Kamala Harris. Talking about the significance of the passage of time, right? The significance of the passage of time. 
So when you think about it, there is great significance to the passage of time in terms of what we need to do to lay these wires, what we need to do to create these jobs. And there is such great significance to the passage of time when we think about a day in the life of our children. This has been Veep Thoughts by Kamala Harris. Inspirational. Our nation truly in the best of hands. We are in for the best of times, for it is thou the greatest of times. Uh, so, yes, uh, truly motivational. Thank you, Kamala, for that. Truly inspirational. We'll be super, super glad to take that $5,000 photo with you after that. Such just informational stuff, as always. She's so stunning, so brave. Definitely not a diversity pick. She's she's so good at this. Mm. Mm. So, yes, yesterday, it's been fantastic. Of course, it is Friday. Show might be a bit shorter. I don't, you know, I want to... I don't want to keep you too long, you know, I know some of you are going to be out riding uh, with uh, Jane's Revenge tonight for the uh, basically Night of Blood at this point, or Night of Rage, excuse me, so don't want to keep you too long now, you know, I know there's a lot to miss if you're still here listening to this show, maybe you can listen in the car while you're driving there, it gives me a listen, and it gives you a little bit more information, of course, for many people, you know, Roe v. Wade signifies, you know, horrible thing. For a lot of people, it signifies a good thing. For me, I see it as, guess what? Your state gets to decide what you want to do with your body, and that's fantastic. There you go. As a state, we now get to make decisions on it. Not the federal government, the state. And now your companies, I mean, come on, you get a free plane flight if you want to go kill your kid now. There you go. Easy trip advisor right there. I'm, I'm your new trip booker. Alright, so, uh, let's see. So, you got knocked up by Dan, you say. Well, how would you like to go to California for a few days? Pay for the full trip and everything. You have yourself a wonderful time, ma'am. You said you needed two tickets? What, why is that? Your son's five? Uh, 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 oh. Anyway, I'm just playing around. Uh, of course... Today marks a significant, significant day uh, for the United States. Obviously, it has been 50 years, and now that president's has been overturned, of course, the whole decision, I actually, if you really do have the time and you'd like to read, I'm not kidding, the full decision, uh, <laughs> I'm not, I'm not kidding when I say uh, that, uh, well, you can read the whole thing. I'm not kidding. It is 213 pages. But it is the... Uh, it is the Supreme Court uh, decision. It is all there. So if you if you really want to spend your time, basically the entire of today, reading uh, 213 pages, I have linked to where you can read it. If you want to, that is, of course, uh, the first one of the Roe v. Wade is gone area. If you're, if you if you want to read it, that's where it's at. It's located in the article, very bottom. I, I thought I should mention that. You know, it's a very informal show where I I at least tell you, hey, this is where you go 
find it. If you want to fully read it, because if I go ahead and read it, we're going to be here for the next week. Okay, that chair is going to become extra uncomfy. That torture chair, it's going to be really uncomfy. If you're sitting there for the next week, and I'm like, have like 50 bottles of just liquid all around me, and like hundreds of bags, trying to keep myself hydrated while also still at least pausing to take a few bites to eat. So, but of course, obviously, yes, it was overturned. But uh, maybe we can hear some uh, some 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 of those uh, pro-abortion. Maybe maybe they've got some good things to say. I, I don't, I, I, people, do you not understand, the only way you can be forced into motherhood would be if you're, you're raped, and you get pregnant that way. There, there are very few ways you can force someone into pregnancy. Like, for the most part, I don't understand you people. I, I, I try to really be as, you know, non-biased as possible. I try to, you know, maybe, you know, I try to look at things and really understand, and it's hard to wrap my head around this. There are very few ways you could be forced to be a parent. And, I mean, one of literally, I think, the people who was up during the primaries, and that when this issue came up, is running for, I think it was either Congress? She's running for somewhere in Congress. I can't remember her exact name right offhand. It may come to me sometime, probably not, as I don't remember ever. I'm not very good with names. As you might, if you might have listened to this show before, but she's talking about how she is literally the birth of a rape, and now she's here and she's running. So it, it for I mean I get it that that can be you know traumatizing, and I that'd be you know one of the few that I could understand why you'd maybe you know well want to have the kid from because that's very traumatic for some people, and I get that. I mean we had we talked about the story yesterday I, of. Uh, kind of briefly that I heard about of the, you know, the single dad whose daughter is was raped and now, you know, she's struggling with mental health issues and now, you know, the school shows that they just didn't care about her at all. And so I completely understand. But for the most part, for most people are not getting raped, okay? There's not a, there's not a consistent people of you know, thousands getting raped every day, you know, that was the case, then Jesus, uh, talk about unsafe, but when you have sex, I know this isn't a guarantee, but, uh, you do realize it's how, it's how you reproduce, it's not just the fucking pleasure thing, it's also for reproducing, you reproduce to make more human beings. Uh, oh man. You know, there, there's a reason for that. And, I mean, I get it, you know? Your kid's 20. He's all, you know, taking drugs, a bit of a fuck up. Time to abort him. I understand. Understandable. <laughs> 
Listen, this is not only a win, but it's also a, a big shift in evil. There's going to be a lot more evil to come. You're going to see abortion all the way, you know, even past birth for a few years. You're going to see, you're going to see it get to extreme levels. And in other places, you're going to see it go to extreme, you know, ban things, okay? The trigger laws in several states have already gone into effect as of this morning already. Literally, like, within, like, minutes after it came out, it was already, videos were going up on Twitter, basically already signings and everything were all going into effect over this decision. But, of course, I've got a play for you. Uh, Nancy Pelosi, I I broke down laughter, and maybe you will too. I need I need you just to laugh a little bit today. Maybe I should have picked a comedy clip for the opening today, but I think I think we all need a good laugh today because you know, there there's uh, this is a big day. This Friday is going to lead to the night of rage, and uh, you know maybe a weekend of rage, and that's you know that's going to be the struggle, but. It's a huge day for our, uh, for the United States on both sides, you know. But I think for a lot of us, it's a big day because now we, as a nation, get to decide how much we want to kill babies and for how long, or if we even want to at all in our state. I think that's beautiful. But let's hear Nancy Pelosi instead. There's no point in saying good morning because it certainly is not one. This morning, the radical. <laughs> There's no point in saying good morning because it's certainly not one. I I can't, I can't get over it. My my sense of humor sometimes is broken, but I I, I love just Nancy Pelosi being honest. Is eviscerating Americans' rights and endangering their health and safety. But the Congress will continue to act uh, to overcome this extremism and. Pr- extremism and protect the American people. Today, the Republican-controlled Supreme Court has achieved their dark, extreme goal of ripping away a woman's right to make their own reproductive health decisions. Because of Donald Trump, Mitch McConnell... Oh, don't blame the turtle. Come on. Don't blame Mr. Turtle. And the Republican Party, their supermajority in the Supreme Court... American women today have less freedom than their mothers. With Roe and their attempt to destroy it, radical Republicans are charging ahead with their crusade to criminalize health freedom. That's not at all what that means. That means that people in states get to decide. You know, this whole democracy nonsense that you guys spew out your asses. Now, I I think the main issue is the Supreme Court is looked at very differently. If you're on the right, the Supreme Court is meant to set up precedents that's supposed to last a long time, like what Roe v. Wade was. It lasted for half a century. What the left sees the Supreme Court as is it's a secondary sort of lawmaking body, and that's not what that is. You can even see it in sort of the, uh, what is it called? God damn it. Uh, the, the fucking statement made against the gun uh, the gun law yesterday, or the gun, not gun law, but the, uh, the decision on the gun law from New York yesterday about, uh, carrying a firearm in public, you can see it in the dissent, that's what it is, in the dissent that the, uh, three liberal justice gave, 
that really can show you that they're more about the overall just doing something in the now and sort of being what they think about now of things and not as of what's traditional and also what's the precedent that's going to last beyond not only what's going on right now but what's going to go on in the future is the main thing here like with this decision it's going to be you know you're doing bad things to them now but in the you know in the future talking 10 years down the line i think a lot more people are going to be like man what did we really need roe v wade for because people be you know taking plane flights to other states they need that or you'll have, you know, in the most liberal parts of the country, you know, in leftist states or whatnot, you'll have very much, you know, very unrestrictive abortion laws, and you'll have, you know, your millions of babies still being killed and even past birth abortions. <clears throat> Things that were looked at as messy or just horrifying before will be accepted and, you know, will be a more thing. And that'll be the new battleground, the new fight. It won't be about, you know life in the sense of what it is now with a early weight it's going to be the sense of is it right to kill your two-year-old is it right to kill your five-year-old you know how much does really being a parent matter and and you'll start to see these states sort of really pick up on that and you'll have a lot of these states really come out to be even more sort of defying as truly showing how much you know state to state in the united states can really differ in your lifestyle and sort of the mental thinking and sort of how the state runs compared to everywhere else in the country. And I think that's going to be what really defines America as America. With every, with every state that you go into, there's something different. And there's just something that's going to be new in this country that's different now. And I think that this decision is probably going to be one of the most important decisions the Supreme Court has made ever in the history of the court. For a long period of time to come. So. It is an interesting, interesting day. Uh, but, I, I mean, listen. I, The Supreme Court is a supermajority, yes. And I am. But with that supermajority, we've been given great decisions. And the Constitution has been fully upheld. To the full extent of its law. The only thing I can hope for now is to do a good judicial review by them for constitutional rights of all Americans all over our great nation and hopefully help fix some of the issues we have as a nation because I, I feel we're going to become even more divided for a short while and uh, hopefully we, we can come together. But as of right now, I don't ever really see that happening again. For a long, long time, or maybe never. Well, speaking of Pelosi, of course, that last clip leads us into her husband. Obviously, I covered, you know, I think well over a month ago now, uh, that her husband, uh, you know, had that little accident, whatnot, and fully got arrested. Well, he finally got his DUI. Obviously, uh, you know, many, uh, many thought, you know, they hadn't heard anything in a while, and they're like, well, is he going to get off scot-free? You know, what's going on here? You know, why hasn't they heard anything? And then all of a sudden, uh, they fully, 
went ahead and they fully gave uh gave uh him a DUI. So good on them for finally doing it. Good on them. Finally we can no longer be wondering if he will be charged with one or not. I just thought I'd cover that really quick. But I, I think it's great. You know, really to get your mind off of Roe v. Wade, it's going to be, you know, everywhere today. But maybe you can get it off your mind with this instead. Service is hoping for a break. In one of the nation's most infamous prison escapes, the federal agency released updated renderings of three missing convicts who escaped Alcatraz 60 years ago. ABC 7 News reporter Stephanie Sierra joins us live in the newsroom with the very latest on this enduring mystery. Steph? That's right, Kristen. This is what some are calling a wildly optimistic attempt to put this inmate trio back behind bars after escaping Alcatraz six decades ago. The question is, why release these photos now? And is there really evidence to suggest they're still alive? Okay, I'm going to be really honest. This is what your tax dollars go to. I mean, think about this. This is three men who escaped Alcatraz 60 years ago at this point. Bro, I'd say good on them. At that point, you deserve it. If you're escaping freaking prison like 60 years ago and you have still the police looking for you, that's got to be a pain, man. I'm very, you know, uh, if you listen to yesterday's episode, I am very, you know, a very tough on sort of crime person. And even I'm, I'm looking at this and I'm going 60 years and still nothing. Really? I, I think it's time to give up. Like if they, they, if they escaped us for this long, then like they earned it. Like they, they earned it. I, I can't be bothered. Bro, even after like five years, I would have said they earned it. Because I, why waste all that money if you're just not, not finding anything? And now we're at 60 years? They'd be in their 90s if they're still alive, according to this article. Uh, yeah, no, I don't think you're going to find them. Yeah. A possible new clue into one of the greatest mysteries of the 20th century. You're looking at newly released renderings of three convicts who managed to escape Alcatraz, the nation's ultimate maximum security prison, back in 1962. The U.S. Marshal Service released these pictures as projections of what the trio would look like in their 80s, but today they'd be in their 90s. The federal agency has been investigating the case for more than four decades after the FBI turned it over following an unsuccessful 17-year probe. The U.S. Marshal Service has been investigating this for 41 years. Why release these updated renderings now? I think it's interesting that they would release them uh, today. It's rare, I guess, in the sense that they've, they've come this late, but it's better late than never. Abel Pena is a former FBI agent who served for nearly 30 years, leading a squad that specialized in finding fugitives. He's I mean, dude, you, you clearly weren't, they clearly aren't good at their jobs. I mean, come on, how hard is it to find three guys, man? I mean, they're old at this point, I'm sure. They're probably dead at this point, man. I'm not going to play all the video, but I'm, I mean, I'm just saying, is it, is it really? I mean, they're three bank robbers. Okay, it doesn't really, not really see much on, 
you know, maybe, you know, how, how, you know, maybe like if it was a violent bank robbery, if this is a standard bank robbery and they're in for that long, I mean, uh, it's a bit dicey there in my opinion, but I'm, I'm, I'm just saying by the fact that we're now up to 60 years and you've been investigating for 41 years, that's practically someone's whole career. Imagine going home every day, and that's what you're stressed out about. It's like, oh, welcome, welcome home, honey. honey. Hi, Dad, how was work today? Dad, I didn't find him again. Will you give it a rest? You guys have been looking at that stuff for over 30 years, and you still haven't found him. When are you going to give up? And maybe go outside and not be so stressed out from work and play catch with the boy. I'm already in my darn 50s. I'm too old to be out there playing catch with my boy. You know, it's it's very much, you know, when at what point do you just give up on looking at that point? It's been well over 60 years. Why keep looking? I'm, I'm very much a person of, let's quit wasting our time here. Let's maybe focus on, you know, other people. You know, maybe more important things right now. Three, three escaped fugitives from the 1960s who are in who would be in their 90s right now are not the biggest threat to the United States or should be the biggest priority to any federal agency at all, or even slight priority defined. Well, uh, in other worldly uh, news, of course, not like other worldly like space, but I mean in other. I should say, in world-style news. Uh, so e the EU have accepted uh, the Ukraine and Moldova as candidates to overall join the bloc, opening a path to membership that will likely take a number of years. That's a bit debatable at this point, as they, they, they've been rushing through this rather, rather quickly. I mean, yeah, the U the uh, Ukraine applied in less than a week after it was invaded in February, and its candidacy has been fast-tracked. Obviously, I mean, they approved it really quickly, and I think there's a reason to. But I, I said, uh, of course, Moldova's president uh, hailed it as a historic moment. Her tiny landlocked nation, which borders Ukraine, said it was a difficult road ahead, but that it's offered more prosperity, more opportunities, more uh, order. The country is among the poorest in Europe. Well, yeah, you're you're, you're tiny. Uh, you got the country of Georgia as well, looks to be joining that list. Uh, I mean, yeah, I'd say for a lot of these European countries, if they all join together, they have a much better fighting chance. I don't really like the EU because it's a bureaucracy and bureaucracies are slow. That's why it takes these fuckers so goddamn long to get anything done. But I mean, even then, I mean, I would say, you know, NATO should just be changed into a sort of alliance thing that they have. Not really, you know, what they have now, because the original goal of NATO was to stop communism and to dissolve the Soviet Union. And the Soviet Union doesn't exist anymore, so I don't really see the point in it. But hey, you know what? I guess it's doing something good right now, because, I mean, 
and stopping Russia from doing these invasions. But, I mean... I would say tr they should really be fast-tracking even harder than they are now. Not a few years, I think they should maybe go a little bit faster to help the Ukrainians out here. They're over in Europe. They're closer to the action than we are. And I'd see more... Uh, I see more action needed from from Europe overall than the U.S. and the overall Ukraine fight. Well, I seen this one yesterday. This comes uh, obviously the USA today uh, has been in a little bit of a uh, some troubles lately. Uh, obviously, they've had you know uh, what is it? I think it was 20, 23 articles had to be removed from one article. Well, uh, so this is from uh, David Mastio. Uh, the title of the article uh, is put into the New York Post. Uh, USA Today demoted me for a tweet because its woke newsrooms are out of touch with readers. So, uh, yeah, so Garnet, the nation's largest uh, chain with 200 daily, announced that it's walking away from the opinion sections like the one you're reading. Uh, the USA Today's liberal editorial page editor said that they failed to evolve. I know something about Garnett's evolution since I was USA Today's deputy editor, editorial page editor until August when I was demoted after I tweeted people who are pregnant are also women. <gasps> How dare he! The idea was forbidden because a news reporter covering diversity, uh, equity, and inclusion wrote a story detailing how transgender men can get pregnant. I compounded my sin against this new orthodoxy called the idea that men can get pregnant an opinion. If I wanted to keep my job at USA Today, my bosses informed me I need to delete those offensive tweets because they're causing pain to the LGBTQ activists and journalists on our staff. I've been an opinion journalist for 30 years. I thought I was authorized to have opinions. The idea that women are are the ones who get pregnant have gone from scientific fact to opinion outright falsehood in the blink of an eye nevertheless it remains my opinion that women get pregnant women after all come from all the immense vaginas uterus ovaries and the mammary glands of course i'm not going to read all of it but i mean i mean this this comes from the fact that they just they didn't evolve they failed and they became woke and now they're going to go broke it's the same as it always been because they're out of touch. We're out of touch. They're out of touch and they're out of time. Most people couldn't care less about most of these people anymore. And they just want them gone. Out of the way. So the new things can come in that aren't woke. That's why you have things like the Daily Wire taking off with what is a woman and terror on the prairie. That's why you have such information like that coming in. And just, you know, not really, you know, overly seeing their, you know, Christian, you know, conservative opinion. Just truly asking the base question with what is a woman or, you know, just giving you good entertainment with Terror on the Prairie as just a movie. It's not a Christian-based movie. You're not... There's a lot of blood and gore in it, I can tell you that, from watching it. So it's it's not like a Christian movie. There's not a God message really behind it. There is, you know, they, the characters do obviously mention it, but it's not an outright, you know, force on you, like, believe in God, damn it! You know, it's nothing like that. So... 
So, yeah, U.S. Today, just another victim of being a little out of touch. So, we have some Biden stuff to go over to before we uh, get to Gene Pair and our final uh, final sort of thing for today. I, I really just... Uh, if you want to truly know how how bad off we are, so yesterday... Uh, the president ha- was had a card. Now I'm gonna read you the card, and you tell me if you if you maybe think of anything wrong. So it's offshore wind. It says the president at the top. Very nice, formally formatted paper. Really nice job there, uh, aides. Uh, offshore wind dropped by. Sequence of events. You enter the Roosevelt Room and say hello to the participants. You take your seat. Press enters. You give your you give brief comments. Two minutes and press Press departs. You ask Liz Scholler, uh, President AFL CIO, a question. Note Liz is joining virtually. You thank participants. You depart. What what is going on? We we are what what is going on in our country right now? <laughs> G- guys, this is the president of the United States being called you on a piece of paper for the instructional guide of what he needs to do. But it gets it gets even better. Uh, even better than that. I also have a statement that he put out yesterday that we'll read, but just just listen to him. This is basically Joe Biden as his most non-teleprompter as it gets. I am disappointed with the Supreme Court's gun decision. Um, there is one little bit of solace in the, uh, the, uh, the minority making up the majority opinion has laid out that it affects not every state. It affects only 40 states, a lot of states it affects. And the phrase that I, I found no, noticeable was there's a difference between states that say may and they and say should. This is that, the, right there. He paused to pick up the card that I just read to you because on the back of it, that's what it says. These, these absolute buffoons in the White House are so incompetent with their elder abuse that they made the piece of paper double-sided so that when his dumb ass would hold it up you could read the other side so every motherfucker in that room could read every bit of information on the back i would laugh out loud and i would be immediately exiting that room for laughing during whatever the president is saying because it just sounds in like incoherent bab like blabbling and <laughs> He is just blabbling on and on and on, and it's hilarious because the only reason he knows where he is is because of that card. And even then, I don't even know if he even remembers what that front side of that card says. He might have to turn it back over and read it again just to be sure he knows when everything's going to happen properly. Shell. If you have to say you shall give, you shall do A, B. Bro, he's holding up to the camera. It's like he knows. 
you can literally see in the clip if you go and watch it he begins to hold it up even more so you can literally get even better view of it of the <laughs> they're the ones that are going to have problems but most say may i mean may and, and i got to be I'm sorry for pausing so much. It's only 58 seconds, but I'm telling you, he's, he's, he doesn't where he is. I said this the other day, and Ben has repeated this. Ben on his show has repeated this several times. Every single day, Joe Biden wakes up completely unaware, and someone has to remind him of president, that he is the president of the United States, and he cheers, and he celebrates every single day. And you know, truly... You know, he may be the most hated president in U.S. history and the war one of the worst presidents in U.S. history, but by God, you know, he is an old man who gets to live out his dream of being the president of the United States before he falls over dead in the next five minutes. And, you know, he may die soon, but he can at least say he was president. And so, and so there are, the gun laws in 40 of these states are still in place. Based on the decision, not good enough, but it's. Uh, I think it's a bad decision. I think it's, and I think it's not reasoned accurately. But I'm disappointed. There is nothing there, by the way. If you're trying to listen to the audio of what he was saying for just any, any coherent information, uh, you you won't find it. You will you will not find it with Joe Biden. But we do have his statement here. I am deeply disappointed by the Supreme Court ruling in the uh, New York State Rifle and Pistol Association v. Bruin. Since 1911, the state of New York has required individuals who would like to carry a concealed weapon in public to show a need to do so for the purpose of self-defense and acquire a license. More than a century later, the United States Supreme Court has chosen to strike down New York's long-established authority to protect its citizens. The ruling contradicts both common sense and the Constitution. No, it does not. Uh, you should uh, deeply and should deeply trouble us all. In the wake of this horrific attack in Buffalo, Uvalde, as well, the daily acts of gun violence, they do not make national headlines. We must do more as a society, not less, to protect our fellow Americans. Yeah, so I would give a lot more people guns to be able to shoot at other people that are trying to do bad things. Most people are, according to most people, are good. So there you go. Uh, the power, uh, I've already taken more executive actions to reduce gun violence than any other president. That's just wrong. Uh, during their first year in office, and I'll continue to do all that I can to protect Americans from gun violence. Go ahead, try your hardest. It ain't going to work. It's only going to get worse under you. I urge states to continue to enact and enforce common sense laws to make their citizens and communities safer from gun violence. As Justice Scalia recognized, the Second Amendment is not absolute centuries states have regulated who may purchase and possess weapons of course it's necessary uh the types of weapons they may use and the places they may carry those weapons and in the court have upheld this these regulations i call all americans across the country to make their voices heard on gun safety as lives are on the line Whew. i know right lots of uh wrong and uh Lots of incoherentness, and obviously it wasn't written by Joe Biden. It was obviously written by somebody else on staff and was put out there anyway. So, does not really matter. But of course, to end it, we need to end this Friday 
with, of course, uh, our, our fantastic, totally not a diversity hire, completely competent uh, press secretary getting uh, destroyed by Peter to see once again. What a man. And the president yesterday was talking about this transition to um, greener energy someday. A lot of people can't afford a $60,000 electric car. And they also are having a hard time affording gas right now. That sounds like a painful transition. So how much of that kind of pain is the president okay with? No, that transition, we are in a transition to, to clean energy. That is something that uh, that is important. Uh, it is going to create jobs when you think about electric vehicles. Uh, it is going to give uh, give families some some tax credits. It's going to be uh, really important right now, to have. Can afford an electric car. The average price is sixty-one thousand dollars. Well, we're going to continue uh, to move forward with what is we have put forward the bi the that, bipartisan that infrastructure. Five dollar gallon gas for a sixty-one thousand dollars. That is not. Car. First of all, you're you're. That's apples and oranges. It's not the same. What we're trying to do right now is to deal with an acute problem right now, which is why the president, again, asked for uh, a 90-day uh, suspension of the gas tax, the gas tax holiday. It is going to make a difference. Peter, we're talking about 18 cents on the federal, on the federal level. It's not going to make much of a difference at all. It's like nothing. Oh, cool. I get to save a few extra dollars here and there. <laughs> we're talking about an average of 30 cents uh, on the state level. And if the oil refinery do, does their job, if they do what we are asking them to do, which is put their profits back in so that gas prices can go down, that's almost a dollar per gallon. That matters. That matters. That matters to teachers. That matters to home health care aid. By the way, it ends up September, and I don't know if, if the president or, you know, she knows this. But most schools start up in uh, in August and September. When you know, in in September, the that that would end. That matters to construction workers. That matters to plumbers. That matters to lifeguards. Those are the people. There's a lifeguard shortage in the country right now. I just thought I should mention that. So I don't know why that matters to them. That and many others uh, who are going to feel this in a way that will give them relief at the pump. Yep, so once again, really showing the competence level here. Keep in mind, these uh, jackasses are, are the same ones who have proposed the carbon tax. Y you know, the thing you breathe out all the time, you know, all that shit. Yep, cool stuff. And of course, th this guy is can never decide where he wants to be because he wants to be liked by the American people, but he also doesn't want to piss off, piss off the political left in his or the progressive wing of the party so he can't ever decide where he wants to be because one day he'll be for the gas tax uh holiday and other days he won't be so he can't decide where he is on it just like he has no idea where he is or what he's doing or in where where even anything is on a map or even the fact of how he got anywhere in his life, or whether or not he'll live for the next five seconds. So, yeah, what what a what an administration we have, folks! What an administrative we state we have. It's so good. It's so great. Everything's fine. We're not gonna be in a recession. We only have to wait until July to find out if we're in one right now. But a lot of people suspect we already are. Everything's going good. It's going great. 
you'll get to save 30 cents off at gas. Woo! Celebrate the good times with Biden. Woo, woo, woo. Almost a dollar due for an industry that we want to kill anyway, even if they do what we say. Woo. Celebrate those good times. Come on. But anyway, that is going to do it for the Friday edition of the show. If you do want to support the show, the best way, of course, to do that is to please subscribe to the show on wherever you are listening, whether that be on YouTube, whether that be on, you know, on many of the different platforms. If you can leave us a review, that is always appreciative and helps me get into the algorithm as well. If you want to leave comments, always as appreciative as I'm always very thankful for the support that, uh, that, you, that you provide me. I'm always sincerely thankful for it as well. So I'm always appreciative of that as well. And as always, uh, you know, I'll see you around here next week on Monday for another fun week of political nonsense in the fall of the Republic, as well as in the aftermath, hopefully, of the Knights of Rage as we can assess the damages of the peaceful protest that will probably take place very soon, or it probably already started in parts of the country. But anyway, that is all for the Political Panda program today. I'll see you all on Monday. Later.